clinical Up. clinical Up. clinical population population clinical population population clinical population You know, it takes smart to know smart, <laughs> so here we are. Oh my gosh. All right. Hi, my name is Gabby. My name is Allison. And welcome to Clinical, Clinical Populations. Populations. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And tonight we are, or today, because you guys are going to be listening to this uh, probably during the day. Or at night, we don't judge. <laughs> whatever we have kamika king hello 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 everybody and thank you all for having me on here yes clinical population crew you are so yeah. welcome um, folks this is like our billionth time trying to record this <laughs> so um uh just a disclaimer if you ever decide to start a podcast or record anything make sure that your interface is compatible with your laptop and your program with your computer please <laughs> it'll save you a lot of headaches mm-hmm. i agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> yep man but kamika is amazing and patient and we love her so much i love y'all too <laughs> she's dedicate this next jam to y'all no. <laughs> okay dj yes. right okay DJ. <laughs> yeah well, I mean, that actually segues right into you being a DJ. That's true. That's true. But are we going to start at the very beginning? No, well, I mean, we can start. Well, you have to tell people who you are, and then okay. we'll start from the very beginning. Yes. Yes. That that will be the beginning. So let's let's get it going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. As they mentioned, my name's Kamika. Kamika King, a native of Stanford, Connecticut, uh, currently residing in Dallas, Texas. Uh, board-certified music therapist, also a singer-songwriter. And I run King Creative Arts Expressions. Mm. Boss lady. Yes, boss lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Allison and I both know Kamika through TWU. um, Because I was getting my grad degree while she was getting her grad degree. And Allison was finishing up her bachelor's. Um, Yeah. She uh, was supervising me a little bit my last uh semester yeah there we go yeah yeah you have a good memory house <laughs> i do i do it sometimes gets me in trouble oh boy. <laughs> um i was a horrible friend and she said she or the first time like we interacted outside of school i was like i'm new here and she's like oh if you ever want to come to dallas you can hang out and i was like sure but secretly i was a little a little bit intimidated by her and so i was like i don't uh maybe i should maybe i shouldn't i don't know she's just really cool i don't <laughs> I, I, you could have you totally could have i could have I, I like being a transplant myself i i totally know you know, what it's like to be the new person, Yeah. you know, having to build up a friend base or, you know, rough. a network. Yeah. So it was like a legitimate I invitation. Know. I know. <laughs> and I like was too scared to accept it, even though I knew it was legitimate and genuine. <laughs> well, here, here we are today. Here How about are. that? Here we are. Now we are friends. And it is yeah. Great. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, friend. 
you've got a friend in me. That's so many songs, but we're not going to go there right now. There's so many. <laughs> Speaking <Yeah>. of songs, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, I guess, like your history with songs and songwriting. Sure. Yeah. Oh, man. I started writing songs when I was a kid, somewhere between the age of probably 10 and 13. Um, I think it started with poetry. Ooh. Yeah. So this is like before... It's going to sound so old before cell phones, but this was before, you know, you could just open up a notes app on your phone. So I had the old school uh, composition notebook and I'd compose there. So poetry, raps, different things along those lines, and then eventually songs. Um, But I didn't pick up an instrument until 2010 when I decided to go into music therapy, Mm. an instrument in terms of like guitar to start composing with that. Of course, um, my bachelor's is in music and I double minored in psych and broadcast communications from Western Connecticut State University. So of course we need piano and Mm -hmm. all those different things. And I studied voice, but in terms of something that I was going to use to actually compose that came later. Mm. Um, So yeah. So starting out in songwriting, um, did that lead you into music therapy? How did you discover, ultimately discover music therapy? Sure. So if we go all the way back to high school for me, I met a young lady that had special needs um, by chance, though, though one can say nothing is a coincidence or ever by chance, but um, just knowing her and she had um, some vision issues as well, but loved to read. And it was very inspirational to me um, in terms of the fact that she couldn't see well, but she didn't let that stop her from reading. The book would have to be very, very close to her, but it it didn't stop her. Hmm. That sparked my interest in terms of people with special needs, special education. I ultimately ended up pursuing music um, for my bachelor's, but I got the minor in psych because I said, I want to start to understand cognitive function. And I would like to explore a way that I could use music as a learning tool with um, kids with special needs. So that was always like my mantra, (laughs) the thing I wanted to do. But I didn't know about music therapy at that point in time. When I look back, I can remember four times or so throughout um, my undergraduate career, when I would tell somebody what I had hoped to do, well, okay, you're doing music and psychology. <laughs> How you does know. that even work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How to <laughs> tell me about that? Yeah, so yeah. I, I'd share with them what I just shared with you all, and there were a couple people along the way that said, "Hey, have you ever heard of this thing called music therapy? You should look into it." Mm-hmm. I never looked into it, just kind of brushed it off each time. Didn't know what it was. I brushed it off too, actually. Uh, I'd love to hear about that. (laughs) And then uh, I had an amazing experience the final semester of my senior year. What's part of what's amazing about that is that I was trying to graduate early and that didn't work out. So I had that extra I don't remember now, year or semester. And it was the final semester where I just had that that culminating moment mm-hmm. that catapult me into music therapy. So I did a, a leadership project for a program I was in, worked with an organization called Western Connection that um, high school graduates from 18 to 21 would get to come onto the college campus, mm-hmm. audit a course, have um, social skills training, vocational skills training. And, and the intent 
in part was for them to have this college experience with same age peers. Um, everybody in the Western connection had some type of special need yeah. as well. Um, I don't remember if I had said that. So um, <laughs> I ended up doing a project with them. They, the students would go, you know, from the bus to the office, they'd go to their classes, go to whatever workshop, but they weren't having that full college experience in mm-hmm. terms of the social atmosphere oh yeah Yeah. so I came along and designed a social programming series whoa yeah it was it was really an entire series an entire series of programs and because I was a last semester senior I I knew people in various places around campus and was just able to pull things together and say hey this is what I'm working on Mm -hmm. can we come visit or can you come out and talk to our group can we come do this sort of thing right here and then Every year for Women's History Month, I would perform at the Women's History Month coffee house. No way, that's cool. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed more performers. I remembered that a few of the students from Western Connection uh, were musically talented. Mm-hmm. So I turned it into a thing, uh, held auditions, coached some of the students, and then the intent was we're all going to perform during mm-hmm. the coffee house. And that night was um, pivotal. Yeah. What I saw was a young man that had ADHD and Tourette syndrome, but he loved to sing and sang extremely well, uh, Beatles songs, Beatles, the Beatles were, was his, uh, thing. Hmm. And he got up on stage and was just transformed there. There weren't any, um, and I, I hope to be saying this politically correctly. Um, he didn't have any ticks or anything that that was happening while he was on stage. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that was just, amazing to see yeah there was a young lady I worked with as well she was a published poet she Mm -hmm. had some mental health needs as well as emotional disturbance and would barely just very shy timid personality would barely look you in the eye Mm -hmm. even but was a published poet with such eloquent words so to have the opportunity to work with her as well and and just to help her kind of cultivate that um, what it showed me was the transformative power of the arts yeah they were not known or looked at for quote-unquote their disability they were looked at for their gifting for their talent for their capability and it was an equalizer Mm -hmm. I had never seen anything like that yeah but there was a spark that I said how do I figure out how to do this for the rest (laughs) of my life because this was amazing something I love a way to help people And of all the different programs we had done, that was also their favorite. Mm -hmm. The rest of the campus got to see them for them, not anything that that would hamper that view or that would cause somebody to judge them um, prematurely. So I'll I'll just pause there for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's man. So I actually just read an article this morning um, that was just released in Voices and um, it was about a coffee house. So it was, uh, yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember where it was, but yeah, like music, um, they had like the, the patients and the clients like perform, but they also had like staff perform as well. So So, yeah, it like equalized and like leveled the playing field. Um, and it's like, you got to see each other, like not, you know, in a hierarchy. Right. Yeah. And so like I work in performance based community music therapy currently. And, um, so in one of our programs, we the end product is a concert. And so we have rock bands 
um, like two rock bands that like rehearse, but then they also the kids also get to like take private lessons and learn like their individual like solo duet pieces so they can shine on their own mm -hmm. as well. But then also um, I have practicum students and I make them learn like one or two songs together with me, just us. Ah. So it's like and y'all performing, mm, yeah, perform yeah. together. So it's like I yes, I'm their supervisor, but at you know, when we're playing together, like we're equals. Mm -hmm. um, and then like when they, as practice students, get to play with the, with the uh, clients that we're working with, like that levels of play. Yes, they're helping, but like, I mean, they get to see each other in a whole different light um, yeah. and interact in a way that um, they normally wouldn't interact um, like outside of this setting. Yeah. yeah. And, and I bet it's an opportunity for your clients to just see like, oh, they're they're like me. We're yeah. all making music together. Yes. So breaking mm -hmm. down any kind of, like you said, hierarchy or, mm -hmm. or potential barrier. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And then like the cool thing about where I am, um, the facility where I am, it, it, Kamika, the place that you were talking about, Western Connection, reminds me so much of the model that My Possibilities is driving for as far as like having a continuing education and like vocational program mm. um, and putting them out into the community. Um, and so something that we're striving to do like music wise and music therapy wise um, is having performances. Um, you know, we have a, an annual showcase where all of the arts, including music therapy, gets to perform um, things that they've been working on. Um, and then like, for instance, we have this thing coming up. It's a fundraiser, but um, like we're actually taking the choir out and they're going to perform at the wind spear. Like how crazy what? is that? Um, so yeah. Dope. And I'm so lucky I get to be a part of that with them. And, you know, just bringing, I think that's where we as music therapists are like striving to be all the time is just out in the community and how can we heal all sides, including ourselves as therapists. And um, I just think it's so cool how, you know, the different models and the different populations are all very similar in that, we all have opportunities to be out in the community too. Um, Cause you know, I think about like children's, the hospital, they have a radio mm -hmm. uh, network and you know, the music therapists and their patients get to be a part of oh, that too. Cool. I so didn't know that. Yeah. It's just, oh, that's so cool. Seacrest yeah, built it, awesome? right? It's such Seacrest. a cool. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. It's just, they're so cool. Yeah. So many neat opportunities for the populations that we work with and, and for ourselves too, to be a part of that and to witness it and, you know, their families get to witness that and see them shine and, you know, things that they never thought that they would get to do. I mean, I just, I can, I just, I get so excited thinking about the fact that, you know, our hipsters are going to get to go out there and perform for mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. for Dallas, yeah. you know, <laughs> something that they would never get to do um, otherwise. So it's. Yeah. It's and and I love the way <laughs> to, to hear about the work that you all are doing as well of jumping out of some of the traditional roles with regard to music therapy, taking it into the community. Mm -hmm. um, there, there are two things I think about my graduate research um, interviewing. It was about the roles and identities of African-American women in music therapy from like the early years. So from the 50s, I interviewed oh, wow. four ladies from the 50 to 50, 1950s to the 1970s and ended up making a, a documentary about it as well. Mm. Um, Two of the, the things that what? I think about is um, Fran Goldberg, who mentioned um, we have an obligation and the opportunity, really, to take music therapy into places that 
in her generation, like she started in the fifties, yeah, um, talking about seg- you know segregation, discrimination, and things that um, were alive and well in a very overt way. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time, um, to say, hey, y'all have the opportunities to go out and to spread this, um, and to bring it to places and spaces and people that may not otherwise have access. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's a parallel that I was thinking about, ah. and then also. Um, to call it sort of a new wave as well. Uh, Nellie Doty, who's one of our Southwestern region Mm -hmm. music therapists talking about her pride in, well, we're we're all in the field now, but like the students and the people Mm -hmm. who she's mentored over time in her, you know, 40 something years in the field. And to see the innovations that the students, you know, where music therapy started and the settings that, that were uh, typical, yeah. Versus as, as the yeah, you know where where it has gone, and then even where it where it is going. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the reason why Alice and I wanted to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we started this podcast because, like, we both listen to podcasts, and we were trying to find like music therapy ones because, like, we think it'd be a good, um, like, dialogue starter and discussion mm-hmm. starter, um, mm-hmm. or even just like something for you to think about while you're driving. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean a lot of music therapists drive around yeah. a lot. So why not like- So true. <laughs> yeah, so why not like plug into that and like be a resource? Um, and something um, that's, you know, also um, fun and lighthearted and, you know, just more discussion-based type thing instead of, um, you know, us just sitting here and, and throwing out facts all day. You know what I mean? It something that- um, like you said, Gabby sparks sparks some ideas and gets people thinking and talking and and sharing um, sharing these songs that you know maybe we wouldn't normally get to hear if we didn't have this podcast to share them. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it, it's just so exciting the the opportunities we have to innovate within the field. Yeah, and and while it can be a challenge because of quote unquote the newness of our field. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much advocacy that's necessary and a lot of times for a lot of music therapists to create the position that you're going to go into yes. after graduation. Exactly. Um, yeah. But we, so we can look at it like, oh my gosh, but then we can look at it on the flip side as, as a gifting that mm-hmm. there's room to create, there's room to try things, there's room to bring services to other areas. Like for example, I'm I'm a uh, I have an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, social entrepreneur at heart. Yes, you do. <laughs> so one of the beautiful things with um, running King Creative Arts Expressions is that it's 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 this hub where I say I'm a social entrepreneur and what I do and my focus is all about transforming lives through the arts. So that looks like the traditional music therapy services and your traditional settings, but that also looks like opportunities to push the envelope and go into places that either as music therapists, we haven't been a lot or into completely new spaces as well. So I'm just excited about those aspects. And then the opportunity, again, like through the arts transforming, uh, going back to part of why I'm here tonight, songwriting, <laughs> songwriting. and music. And the music is what yes. led me and those experiences to commune around music and to perform and to share is what led me. So I feel so fortunate and blessed, really, that um, I can have a company that uh, focuses and specializes with 
music therapy, mm -hmm. but also with songwriting, also live music and performance. And it can really be that hub again for that transformation through the arts. It's something that the arts perpetually renew me and help me to transform and to evolve. So those opportunities to um, bring that to other people um, it's just so exciting, guys. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's funny. Actually, today we just um, so we started this music therapy Monday thing where we post a quote every day. Um, and we just posted this one today. And it just totally relates to what you said. Drop it on us. Barbara Hesser. Um, it is the experience of music in our lives and the lives of the people we whom we work with. That is the essence and heart of music therapy. Mm. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> it is the experience of music in our lives and the lives of the people with whom we work. That is the essence and heart of music therapy. Mm, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Man, first time I read that, I had to like sit there and I was like, oh, like mm -hmm. just like let it sink mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. And, you know, it just gets me thinking, you know, there's so much, um, you know, just sitting here thinking about my day. There's so much that goes into the work that we do. Um, and sometimes you can get so caught up in it that you forget that it all goes back to that music. And, you know, the the common thread that we all share is our love for music and for sharing it with others. And so it's nice to to hear that and to kind of process yeah. that, you know, despite everything that goes into our jobs, we we can always go back yeah. to the music. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Speaking of music, you have a song that um, you will be sharing with us. Yeah. Yeah. Called Live, Love, Dream. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Sure. So I wrote it while I was still living in Connecticut. It's one of the first songs that I wrote once I picked up the guitar. I had to, I, I didn't play guitar before. I had mentioned that earlier before um, uh, applying for music therapy grad programs. I ended up going to SMU first. Uh, that was my first stop to get the board certification through mm -hmm. the equivalency program. Uh, and then a couple years later, did did my next stop to get the master's at Tito. <laughs> Shout out to all my Tito people. <laughs> but okay, back to, uh, back to Live, Love, Dream. So um, at home back in Connecticut, um, in the, the attic, it was a finished attic. You look up and there's this uh, sky window, I think is what you call it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I could look, literally look out the roof up and see the stars. So I, I came up there one night, um, I was probably getting ready for bed or something like that. And before I could flip on the light, I just looked up out the window and in that deep, rich blue of the night, painted with all those speckles of the stars, I was awestruck in that moment. Mm -hmm. There was something that just kind of stopped me and, and floored me. And I was in awe um, at God's creation and just how, how perfect it was through that view where I could look up. And just in that moment, the line came to me. It, it was the feeling. The stars in the sky remind me of why I live, I love, and I dream. And I developed it from there. Never give up or in. You've got a chance to win. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I won't give all the lyrics away <laughs> because I'm about to perform it. And I, I want you all to to enjoy it yes. in its true form. Um, but there are so many things that inspire me. Nature is a big one. Uh, of course, personal experience. But a lot of times it's, it's observation. Mm. Things that I've seen. 
um, stories that that people have shared. There's a song that I haven't released as yet that I'd love to return to the podcast once I do. Yeah, we'd love and to have break it down anytime. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think um, I think it, it would be a great um, like lyric analysis type song. I've never personally used it um, in a session or anything like that. Like I said, it's like just completely um, uh, unreleased, though, though the, the lyric and all the music is finished for mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, uh, any there's so many different things that can inspire me. Um, and then I say, OK, what do I have? And then what is the intention? Where am I going with it? Sometimes I might start with a lyric as is the case with Live, Love, Dream. Other times, uh, now that I play guitar, I might fiddle around and, ooh, what's this chord progression? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think what feeling is, emo- uh, is uh, evoked by this um, chord progression or, or what do I hear the music saying, so to speak, to come up with, like, where am I going to go yeah. with this song? But um, do you all write songs? And yeah. what, yep. what do you tend to do? And what's y'all's inspiration? Uh I think mine comes in different ways. Sometimes I'm just sitting at the piano or the guitar and I'm just playing random chord progressions and I'm like, ooh, that's nice. You know, what can I do with this? And sometimes I'm cooking or taking a shower or driving and I'll get an idea for a line or, you know, I'll be watching a movie or reading a book and I'm like, oh my gosh, this makes me think of such and such. And so I don't know. I just, I feel like there's different ways that I'm struck with like this divine feeling of like I I just have to write this down or this mm, thought mm-hmm. is I have to keep this and yeah. and sometimes it takes me one song I think it took me a year of just random lines that I sat down one day and thought oh these pieces fit together like a puzzle and let me put them mm. together and see what they sound like mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know it's the creative process is very very different for me mm. yeah yeah Gabby I usually start with words okay um, I'm very much an internal processor, so like I write a lot. Um, Sounds like a computer program, like Intel or <laughs> Dell or something. I am a computer internal <laughs> processor. Computer. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. Go, ahead, go ahead. I had to do it. I had to do it. You <laughs> 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 like unzip like <laughs> inside of a robot? Is there an electric Is switch there? in the back here? <laughs> Can I power you down and up? Okay, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I do start with words mm-hmm. most of the time. I think there's only been like a handful of songs that I've started with music. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I usually like, I guess kind of, yeah, poetry. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, you started off with poetry. Like poetry really intrigues me and is something that like I've always enjoyed. Um, so I usually start off with words and then music comes after. Um, I also love collaborating with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, one of my coworkers, so I work in a theater. One of my coworkers wrote um, a musical, and he like uh, had all the music for it. But he's like, I don't know how I feel about these words. And he's like, Gabby, you're a songwriter. Write words. <laughs> so he became the lyricist. <laughs> yeah. So not complete. Like I would say maybe like fifty percent. Nice. I helped to write. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, my process usually begins with words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neat, neat, neat. Ooh, the stars in the sky remind me of why I live. 
I love and I dream. The future is bright as I look towards the sky. I live, I love and I dream. Never give up or in. You've got a chance to win. Never give in, you can win. Just hold on. Even when times get rough, you can still overcome. Never give in, you can win. Just hold on. The stars in the sky. Remind me of why I live, I love, and I dream. The future is bright as I look towards the sky. I live, I love, I dream. Never give up or in. You've got a chance. And never give in, you can win, just hold on. Even when times get rough, you can still overcome. Never give in, you can win, just hold on. The stars in the sky remind me of why. I live, I love, and I dream. The future is bright as I look towards the sky. I live, I love, I dream. I live, I love, I dream. So now that I've played Live, Love, Dream for y'all, I'd, I'd love to get your take and perspective. I've listened to some of the other clinical populations where y'all oh, song discussed. Oh, you want discuss. us to analyze it? So uh, yeah. what are your thoughts on the song? Ooh. You know, what made you say, hey, come on and let's let's do this song? Ooh. Well, I mean, it's the, it's the one that people can get access to easiest. <laughs> <laughs> Logic. I like Logic. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it's just, it's a super relaxing song for me. Yeah, um, exactly. Like the, uh, like the picking, the chord progression. And then like, I like the quality of your voice. Um, 
Yeah. Thank I you. Too. I was drinking tea, but I swallowed <laughs> quickly to thank you for the compliment, Gabby <laughs> and and Alex. Um, it's it's easy. Like it flows easy. It it and the picking pattern it would make for such a nice, you know, um, progressive muscle or a breathing intervention or even a visualization. Um, you know, sitting and listening to the words and thinking about what do you love? What do you dream about? What are your things that keep you motivated? Um, you know, just kind of sparking those discussions of things that are positive in someone's yeah, life. That, that's so accurate because while I wrote this um, after, <laughs> after I had applied to music therapy schools, I really didn't have a grasp for music therapy at that point in time, but it has been one of a couple different songs that I've been able to implement exactly in those ways that you <laughs> talked about. Um, you know, also for lyric oh, analysis <laughs> or lyric substitution. Um, okay, here here is this presentation of this song, but what what um, resonates with with you? You know, in terms of uh, of taking clients through the process what resonates with you uh okay the songwriter talks about it's the the stars in the sky that remind them of why they live they love and they dream um what reminds you of why you live you love and you dream or what are the three words um that reign true for you just like Mm -hmm. so many it's a it's it's simple in nature but that is part of what lends itself to to its adaptability that mm-hmm. um, in, in doing work um, in the homeless recovery space, that song was applicable uh, in doing work in the medical setting, in, in the, the cancer setting, working with people who are terminally ill, that song has been applicable um, mm-hmm. on an individual basis with group work. Um, and then also, as we know, like out in life performance as yeah. well. I remember the first time that I performed it. Um, and it was that was the first song that I had written uh, that I had said, like, OK, I've I've got this performance opportunity and I'm going to do an original song, like, you know, shaking in your boots. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> th- there's a saying that Erica Badu has, you know, we can be sensitive about our, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so this was my first like the first instance, first iteration. And I still remember that positive response mm. that that calm quiet that was supportive and and in some ways also enthusiastic Mm. from the audience in terms of the feedback um in the moment in real time and then also like the verbal feedback afterward of people afterwards of people talking about um the the difference that it made and and that that struck me like this was just quote-unquote my song but it resonates with you and it resonates with you and and the way that it resonates with you is different from how it resonates with the next person. Yes. Um, that, that was an amazing uh, feeling that I, I realized like, okay, I've got to do more of this and, and explore more. Right? Of this. Yeah. Yeah. Easier said than done, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's a journey and a process and, and one that I'm excited to say, um, as you said, like, Hey, that's the, the most readily available one. So we're like, Hey, come talk about live, love, dream. But, yeah. but changing that, you know, yeah. in, in the near future to say, here, here's a collective, a, a body of work that's available. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, another reason why I like it is cause like, um, 
it's not like a music therapy song. Right. Does that make sense? Like, it's not like, this is for music therapy. Like, it's a song that you wrote that, like, you can perform, but then, um, and people can listen to you, but then, like, you can also use it in different clinical settings. Yeah. 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 That's another reason why I like it. Thank um, you. Not that there's anything wrong with music therapy songs. Um, function. Different yeah. functions, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 I'm excited mm-hmm. to use it with one of my groups. <laughs> yeah. Let me know yeah. how it goes. I will. I will. I think they'll really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, side note, an, another cool thing in terms of you all having this podcast and having an opp- opportunity to just, you know, share music and mm-hmm. songs and ideas. There was a time uh, talking about like a message I got that kind of like, oh, my gosh, wow, mm-hmm. uh, moment for me. Not too long ago, I had a I don't know if she's a student still or a music therapist now if it was a practicum or 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 a real life setting but um there was some what I would say random little improv picked up my guitar and like turned on my video camera and then posted it online (laughs) sort of thing like some little ditty I was doing and uh I got a message like hey so this probably like you had just done it done it in an uh and you know you were improving but this thing that you did you know x amount of months ago I've actually used it (laughs) in my clinical setting and it's like I forgot her setting uh in particular but it's one some type of program where people have to graduate from and I don't know if it was like a 12 step or a, a substance abuse recovery or whatever it was but she's like I've I've used this element um and and the the melody you put behind I came I saw I conquered it all as like people graduating from this program where I'm doing music therapy Aww. with them and she's like I'm gonna That's be presenting yeah. I think at nationals can I like use this and like present on it I was like absolutely give me a shout out and yeah let's do it, <laughs> <Go for> it. <laughs> I didn't I don't I did not get to hear back in terms of how how it went and I in this moment have forgotten the young lady's name but just those cool moments where where we do share we can share and we don't know the impact like y'all creating this as it seems like the first music therapy podcast right mm, no no okay we're, we're the first one that uh oh. intersects songwriting ah for sure. yeah are you yeah. among the first yeah. then yeah i would say okay i would say so okay there's a few yeah, yeah. there's only a handful. Well, well y'all still have yeah. your unique niche let's go with that okay thank you <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So, so innovating in that space, like y'all just never know who you're going to be touching and, and giving them new ideas and and supporting through doing this. So thank you all for, for creating this and, and carving out that niche to be impactful in that way. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you for um, agreeing to be part of it and coming along with us on this journey. Yeah. (laughs) This multiple recording journey. (laughs) (laughs) a journey indeed it is it is but it's fun and it's nice to have the support of people you know in our community I know I've had some of my practicum students come in and I hadn't said a word about it but somehow (laughs) it's gotten uh it's gotten around and they've come to me and said you know I listened to it and you know this is great and I'm so glad that we have something like this to listen to as students and so it's it's pretty crazy. You know, it reminds me how small our community is, but how supportive we all are of each other. And um, I feel very blessed. And I'm sure Gabby feels the same way about, you know, being a part of something like this. Yeah. That's great. I and love it. With digitization and technology, like this can go far and wide. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's right. It can. That's great. 
<laughs> um, well, Kamika, thank you so much for coming onto this podcast. We really enjoyed having you. You're welcome. This this yeah. has been fun. <laughs> All the iterations. It's been an adventure. It, an, an adventure as well, for true. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again, guys. Yeah. Um, of course. Anytime. Guys, if you want to um, get in touch with Kamika or hear her music, um, Kamika, where can they find you? Um, any place that uh, digital music can be consumed. <laughs> okay. So Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, Google Play. Uh, my website's www.kamikaking.com. And if you're on Instagram or Facebook, uh, connect with me there. Yeah. Great. Amazing. All right. Um, guys, uh, if you want to share this episode, please feel free to do so. Uh, we're on Spotify. Um, Apple Podcast, Fireside, um, and uh, follow us and the rest of our journey on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Also, uh, we will be at the Southwest Regional Music Therapy Conference. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, doing um, a live podcast. So come on out and be part of it. You get yeah. to be part of the episode and it's going to be amazing. You're going to interview everybody that can not going to interview everybody. <laughs> She's going to rig up some magic and yes. it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. There yeah. we go. That's right. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, guys, um, enjoy the rest of your week. And uh, we're going to round it out by listening to Live, Love, Dream again. All right. Bye, guys. Peace easy. Bye. The stars in the sky remind me of why I live, I love, and I dream. The future is bright as I look towards the sky. I live, I love. Never give up or in. You've got a chance to win. Never give in. You can win. Just hold on. Even when times get rough, you can still overcome. Never give in. You can win. Just hold on. Stars in the sky remind me of why I live, I love, and I dream. The future is bright as I look towards the sky. I live, I love, I dream. Never give up. You've got a chance to win, never give in, you can win, just hold on. Even when times get rough, you can still overcome, never give in, you can win, just hold on. The stars in the sky remind me of why I live.
I love 